it requires quite a bit of discipline to not allow myself to freak out and I've been feeling terrified inside with my book I'm putting my heart and like my soul into this book. I'm putting everything that I got into this book. And it's crazy because I feel that this is my ticket to freedom. When I had a podcast, I utilize my podcast to get me in conversation with successful people. Now, I realize that I had mentioned when I had a podcast, when I'm literally podcasting right now, I mean, when I used to really interview people on my other podcast called Outlier Circle. And I feel that with my book, it'll be so easy for me to get on stages because I feel it only needs just that little bit of momentum. And what I'm really banking on here is the most effective form of marketing is word of mouth. If somebody tells you something is good, you are more likely to eat it, to buy it, to read it, whatever it is. Word of mouth goes a long way. And with the book, the word of mouth on the value that I'm transferring to people is tremendously powerful and can really work in my favor in terms of spreading through the people who read the book. And at the same time, while that is doing its thing and it's running its course, I'm also on stages and I'm speaking and I'm giving my book away for free and I am doing my best to get my book in as many people's hands as possible and doing it in a way that makes it so easy to share to I'm going to give it away for free and that means you can get the PDF or like the ebook version of it within five minutes to your email on top of a free audiobook where I'm reading it to you. And of course, 
if you want the physical copy, you just have to pay for it to be made and shipped over to you. But taking the free approach makes it that much more shareable and more exciting to share because there's something that happens when we share a book. I'm reading a book right now called Don Quixote and I am enjoying this book so much. I'm enjoying it. I'm laughing. The story is just so amusing and you never know where things are going to go. And I'm texting my friends and the people who are like close to me about how amazing this book is. And I'm trying to get them to read this book so we can share this experience together because it's such a beautiful experience to go through this. And it's a little bit of a tough sale because it's 900 pages. But there's someone bound to read it eventually if I talk about it. And to be able to share this value with somebody else and be like, yes, you know what I'm saying? You get it? Oh my gosh, this book is like, whoa. Bro, I've seriously have been tripping out. I've been tripping out on books, man. It's so crazy because, yeah, I've been reading for the last nine years, almost nine years. And I never really paid too much attention to, like, the book, the way that I'm paying attention to books as I become a writer. And it, it be, it's like, it's interesting. It makes you think. It makes you think, why is this such a, why is this such a big deal? It's a book. It's just so fascinating. It's like, whoa, like this thing with all this text is very valuable and can really make such a positive difference in the lives of others and of the lives of the authors. I mean... The book, I feel, has already changed my life since I've been writing it. I feel that I'm already grasping benefits from doing it. And I haven't even published it yet. And I'm receiving tremendous amount of positive benefits. I'm, I, I am growing so much as I write this book. Oh my gosh, I'm growing so much. I'm learning so much about myself. I have to learn most of all to be patient with myself. I have to self-coach myself every day and say, it's okay that you got this amount done because I feel like, ah, oh, like I feel like I can get more done, but it can be frustrating when I don't have like those creative juices anymore in the day. So I got to really take care of my mental when I'm not doing that so that when I do come to this task, which is surprisingly 
very difficult, very difficult I have the proper energy, like almost like spiritual energy to deliver into this thing. It feels spiritual. It's so crazy because there is a guy named Joe Sugarman. He's one of the greatest marketers of all time. And he died last year. And I have his books on my bookshelf. I've told the story already. And I'm like, Joe Sugarman isn't dead. Like, he's still here in book form like his words are still here his spirit is still here it's kind of strange it's it's kind of strange so i have just yeah been really making sure that i pour into myself outside of the book so making sure that i do my yoga, making sure that I'm doing burpees and making sure that I do things for myself, like go see the sunset. And I, my mom helped me out with some gas yesterday. She gave me $30 for gas. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like this will really serve me in terms of my drives down to the sunset. And I realized that some of you might be thinking, well, Greg, like, why don't you work? Why don't you get a job? And I am doing some work right now with a mentor and it is, it is paying me enough for me to be able to pay my car note and my phone bill. It's not, I'm like, I'm getting there. I just, I don't, I don't make much money here, but at the same time I'm learning a skill here and I get to practice public speaking each and every single time that I I work and I realize how good that I've become as like a Zoom host and I'm gathering skills and I am, I feel like I'm really good at bringing community together and and having fun. I mean, even today in my work, I was, uh, I don't know, it'll be, it's too much to explain. It's, that's too much of a diversion, but it's cool. I get to I get to develop skills and I feel like that is that is worth it. That is worth it. As long as I'm able to cover what it is that I need to cover. To, like there's more stuff to cover. I like I realize that, but I am okay with the consequences that come with me prioritizing my book versus maybe jumping the gun too early because I, I feel like I'm getting there health-wise, but I still feel like, okay, I don't feel like I'm really 100% there. Like I still feel like there's a block and I don't know if it's mental or if it truly is physical. And I would imagine that it's mental because, I mean, I've been blocked for so long in terms of like actually physically to do something with my time it's about to be a year since i've got back home from traveling the world today's august 7th and august 22nd marks the day where i got back home from traveling and to me that's so wild 
because I can't believe it's already been a year. It's already been a year almost. Like, whoa, that flew by so fast. Like, whoa. You're telling me that it's been a year since I have last seen my, my former business partner who I would see every day and we'd hang out every day. And it's like, wow, like that actually passed by very fast. But initially, man, just losing my health. And it's kind of it's kind of weird when... Well, I wouldn't say weird. It's very difficult when you're used to the this feeling of like unlimited reserves of energy, right? I never had to worry about my energy. I was always able to push through. And then to know that it is like taken away from me, it makes me realize like, whoa, whoa, okay. And I was actually hitting a block consistently each and every single day just hitting a physical block like you cannot pass from here on out yep it's fucking 6 p.m and now you are just gonna be in bed oh yeah oh by the way you remember that day uh yesterday where you actually had a productive day well today we're gonna take off and then tomorrow we're gonna take off and probably the next day we'll take off as well that's what it was like and it was so foreign to me. It, it feels like it was a whole blur. Like when I reflect back on it, it it's so wild to me that I was bedridden so much. And like my mental health was such in a not, like not great state of mind where I'm not able to really recall that really well. And man it's like i'm at the same time i'm like regaining my own mental health and my own mental strength and and then maybe the book is great in terms of like it's building the muscle of my brain again because that's definitely what is happening with the book it's building the muscle in my brain because i'm i'm exercising my brain every day i'm using it i'm like squeezing the juice out of it i'm like okay like okay we're, we're, we're going back out there so for me speaking out loud really helps out because it i just made that connection in my head right now it's like okay like the book is helping me get my life together the book is helping me train to get myself back to where i was mentally and even stronger and just really fully engaging my brain and for me like that's like that's invaluable to me that's invaluable that's why i'm, I'm willing to take shorter pay and not go get a job where I could be making more money because right now my I'm just fully engaged with my life and I'm like is it is that worth the trade-off sure yeah one can argue that um the other way could be quote-unquote smarter but ah, what's the worst that's gonna happen am I gonna am I gonna die because of this like, I'm, I'm going to die anyway. I might as well just go do what it is that I want to do. Like, I might as well just bet on myself because I'm going to die anyway. It's like, well, if I go the other way, I'd be thinking about what other people think. But if I go this way, I'm doing it my way. And to me, that's where strength lies. To me, that's where character lies. To me, that's what makes a true winner is a person who makes the decision to go live how they want to live despite the opinions of other people. And it's not easy, you know? I've, I've gone through so much of my life being a people pleaser and investing so much money and 
into programs because I was just so shameful about this. I, I hated that I was so like nice and I, I wish that I could stand up for myself and I wished that I wish I can speak up and I wanted to. You have no idea how jailing it feels when you want to speak up and you want to so badly, but no matter what, you never do. You never do. That is such a frustrating existence. It's so frustrating. Oh my gosh. I, re I still remember it like it was fucking yesterday. I know what that feeling is. I lived with that feeling my whole life. And when I did everything I wanted to do, I was in my pool in the backyard and I was like, bro, like the shit on I got on the external did not make me feel good inside. So I'm like, okay, I got to change my relationship with the external because to me, my relationship with the external is I'm trying to get emotions from it. But the external is incapable of bringing me lasting peace, the peace that I'm looking for. The external cannot fill the void. Oh my gosh, man. I remember I'm going to be just I'm just going to be honest here. Okay? I hesitate to say what I'm about to say. But it's the truth, and I don't mean to say what I'm about to say in a braggy way, but I came to this realization. One time when I was in London, towards the end of my stay in London, I had sex with three women in one night. And it was, I had sex with a, the most beautiful women I've ever had sex with that night. And another one who I thought was really beautiful. And the other two were, one of them was just really hot. Another one was, she was cute. But there was one that was very beautiful. And I remember a day or two after that happened, I was just sitting down in my chair and I'm looking out the window and I'm like, I still feel the same. I'm like, that didn't fill the void. You're telling me, you're telling me the night that night would oh man that that really made me realize how whatever casual sex is i used to think casual sex was like what to aspire to be like i used to aspire to be a side dude like it would be so great to have the sex without the emotions right this is the way that i thought and it's like how can i be this ultra pimp because I felt like having all these women would make me feel like would fill the void and I thought I would get enough affection where I'm like okay that was a good amount of affection for me to finally feel it myself like yeah okay like this is when you finally feel worthy and it just didn't do it for me it didn't do it for me. So I had to change how my relationship with the external and change my relationship with the internal. So before I go into the internal, what I decided to do 
was okay for the external it's a playground it's for building that's what the external's for it's for building it's a big playground the world is literally a big playground and you get to build your playground so it's for building and it's for giving that is what the external is for so i look at it like that i build and i give i build and i give that's literally what i'm doing with my book i'm building this book this asset and i'm giving it away for free i'm give, going to give you my best fucking shit dude i'm about to give the world the best of shit that i got and i'm so happy i'm so excited and i'm gonna let you in on what happened i was about i was racing to get this book completed and i was sitting at the park watching the sunset and i realized that i'm almost complete with the first half of the book and i was like realized like man i have so much more here's why it's an actual here's why it's a discovery why it's an extra half i'm sure there's question about like wow like how did you now just now discover that you have way 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 more to talk about so it's about getting mentors the book and i tell specific stories i i know the step by step it's a five step process and i tell specific stories for that process, right? Like, okay, you need to first understand this concept. So I tell you a story to deliver this concept to, to, to no point number one. Point number two, I deliver a specific story for there and then deliver a, a concept on that too. And I do the same thing with each and every single step. I tell these stories and about like, okay, like you do these things, you'll, you, will, you will start to churn out mentors in your life. And as I finished one of, my, the, cha one of the chapters, like the fifth step, I was like, I got to talk about maintaining relationships with mentors because it's not just making the initial impression, which is actually the easiest part. The difficult part is maintaining the relationship long term because that is constant work. And I figured, you know what? I have an epic story. My life really has changed because of mentors and I have a story to tell. Let me tell that story. And while you read that story, because of what you read in the first half of the book, you're able to identify what it is that I'm doing and why each thing led to what it led to. You see, oh, he did this and that's why. And, and okay, I, I'm giving you the lens and now, now let's look at the story through that lens. And it's it's a very inspiring story. It's a it's a very inspiring story. It's fucking dope. And I've been feeling like, oh man, this is gonna take a couple months to actually hash this out. Legitimately, this second half, in terms of pure story, it. I feel that based on the past with my book and how long it's been taking, I feel that based on just the experience it's been so far writing a book, I'd imagine it might take me two months to write the story. That's my guess. At the same time, I... 
am right now, well, as of very recently, had decided to cut out everything and I'll only work on the book. So my book is like my number one priority now, whereas it was a priority before and I still like engage in other things. But um, and I got work done for sure. But it's now it's like now you are. 100 percent focused on this. So who knows? I don't know. I, I can't I can't tell you, you know, it's uh, book timeline is it's a different time. It's like time exists differently when you're writing a book. Yeah, I'm glad I'm journaling like this process, man, because it's like. <sighs> it trips me out. It trips me out so much. So. <sighs> I do my best to keep my cool. And I know that there's a tremendous amount of upside that can come from this. And I'm anticipating a lot of upside coming from this. Uh, to really hop on a point from something I said about 20 minutes ago now. Not just the word of mouth that I'm going to get from the book, but also word of mouth from stages. I am not in the stage industry yet. I would imagine that different people talk to different people. Or people talk to different people when it comes to stages. So getting my word of mouth stronger that way as well. And I'm a fucking dynamite presenter. Put me on a fucking stage, dude. We're gonna we're gonna have a great time. And it's all I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. And given that my heart is so into this it's like there's there's nothing worth me sacrificing my heart it's like if i gotta sacrifice my heart like that thing is not worth it bro that thing is not worth it that thing is not worth me sacrificing my heart i will deal with the consequences of deciding to follow my heart i'll deal with them i accept them i may not like them at a certain point in my life but that's to be said with if I didn't follow my heart and I, I just feel so much power to just to be in the position that I'm in I really it's interesting it's weird to be in the position that I'm in I've been talking about this over the last previous podcast is like, I don't have much money. I talked about how I just borrowed $30 from my mom so she can pay for my gas. And it's like, you know what? I'm being resourceful. I'm being resourceful. And my mom has made it clear to me what she expects from me. And it's not much. Pay my car note. And they are totally fine with me staying here as long as I want. They don't charge me rent. So who cares? Let me use what I got. And 
to think that I don't have much financial gain right now. I'm still in a very powerful position. And there is one saying my mentor Greg used to say all the time. He used to say, success is when preparation meets opportunity. And I love that. I loved when he said that. Success is when preparation meets opportunity. I, I appreciate my mentor so much. And I know that I kind of gave him some shit on my podcast uh, recently about um, it feeling invasive about him asking the questions about my book. And I felt, I didn't feel too good about it. But I now realize like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad he said what he said actually. It was actually very helpful. And I that's partially what is contributing to me writing a whole nother half of the book. Because... Basically, the conversation was, how many pages is it? And it's in Google Docs, right? And I was like, let me see, 55? Okay. And how many words is it? I'm like, oh, shit, dude. Like, <sighs> And I'm like, 19,000? And he goes, okay. And then he basically said that, you you might want to he said the sweet spot typically is 30,000 words and i just was like man i'm trying to get this out bro like i don't give a fuck about what other fucking books do and i was like ah like no i'm gonna, i'm going to do it my way and in hindsight, I'm I'm glad he said that because I don't know if I would have added the second half to the book without without that first initial trigger. And that's the power of a damn mentor, bro. I man, yeah, he he's still a good mentor to me. He's still a good mentor. Man, I'm very grateful to him. Very, very grateful to him. He would actually often joke that he wants me to like say his eulogy at his funeral. And um, I understand why. <laughs> because he wants the best representative to give his eulogy in terms of what kind of man he was. Let's remember this man from the impact that he made in someone's life. And I feel like I was too young to understand that. You know, like years and years ago, I'm like, really? Give your eulogy? 
and I can see why now. So that's super cool. He's still alive. So hopefully he has a uh, hopefully he has much more to go. So <sighs> anyway, I'm about to go watch the sunset. I'm super excited. When I got gas in my car, I was like, yes, I get to go watch the fucking sunset like so many times. It's good for my mental health. And I'm going to bring my fucking yoga mat. I'm going to do some stretching while I watch the sunset sit on my yoga mat with my legs crisscrossed. <sighs> After a yoga session. And just appreciating the fucking world. Life is beautiful. Alright, that's it. That's all I got for you. Peace.